Welcome to the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast, the podcast that helps you find solutions for your weight concerns that will last a lifetime. You've got this. This podcast contains general educational information on weight loss for physicians. I am not providing medical advice and listening to this podcast does not create a physician-patient relationship. This podcast does not replace the need for consultation with a licensed professional and no information should be relied upon unless you have obtained specific advice or treatment from myself or another physician. Please review the terms and conditions located at www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca before continuing. Welcome to episode 166 of the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Key. All right. Thank you so much for joining me, guys. Today, we are talking about 2022. At the time that you will be listening to this, we will have just started the new year and we will be facing a brand new empty slate of a year. And what we're going to talk about today is how do you want to design it? Let's start and design this year in the way that you want from the beginning. I'm going to give you some tools and techniques to do that, that I use every year that I find really helpful for myself. Now, if you haven't already, if you didn't listen to episode 165, which was wrapping up 2021, please go back and listen to that. Because I really believe before we can plan for a new year, we need to get our head on straight about what happened last year. We need to choose the stories that are actually going to help us in moving forward about what happened last year. So listen to episode 165 first and then come back and listen to this one. And if you haven't already, check out my free weight loss kickstart course. It's at weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca forward slash kickstart. This is a free course that gives you tips, very easily actionable tips about starting weight loss in a way that'll actually last. So very different from the classical New Year's diet of like, let's just cut out all the bad food and let's be perfect. And then it lasts for a week or two and we're back to old habits. This is about starting your weight loss in a way that you could see yourself maintaining it long-term. And that's a kinder way of weight loss and that's why I like it. So make sure you check out that free course at weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca forward slash kickstart. All right, let's talk about 2022. I really like the idea. Now, we're not talking resolutions here. We're not talking like I will must lose weight or lose a certain amount of weight in a certain amount of time. I must never eat sugar again. All those different resolutions that you may have tried before, they often don't feel very good, right? Like they kind of create that feeling of restriction. They create that feeling that you're not measuring up in some way already because they're born from this idea of what did I do wrong last year? And let's try and fix it this year. That's what a resolution is really born from. That's not what we want to focus on. They're not helpful because they feel poopy. (laughs) They don't feel good. And when you're trying to get yourself to do things that don't feel good, it's not going to be effective. Our brains do not like doing things that don't feel good. And so we then have to use willpower. And then as soon as you have a busy week, a busy day, or you just get tired of using willpower, you go back to the old habits and you forget about it. Doing things that don't feel good do not last. So while we're planning 2022, what we are going to focus on is how can we make things feel good? If we are doing things that actually feel good, that truly make our life better, then it becomes easier to continue doing it. Our brain is more attracted to it as it gets evidence that it feels good. It's making our life better. It's easier to do. The habit becomes easier. And so that's what we're going to focus on in this episode for planning 2022. Now, I want you to take a moment 
and just dream about what 2022 might look like for you. And let's stay focused on like a weight loss or eating or health side, just so that we stay narrowed down a little bit. But give yourself permission to dream and ask, what would I love it to be like? If I finished 2022 and I thought, man, that was a fantastic year. That was so awesome. What would it have been like? What would have happened? What would not have happened? And think through and let yourself just dream a little bit. We often don't actually give ourselves permission to dream. I think especially as physicians, we're very concrete in our thinking and in our days. And so you may not give yourself permission to dream, but if you could, if you could design it, what would it look like? Now, maybe you came up with a specific weight loss goal. Maybe you came up with, you know, more time off. Maybe you came up with other specific things. All of it's great. And maybe you didn't come up with anything and that's also fine. If you haven't had practice letting yourself dream, you may not come up with stuff right away. Your brain may just hit a blank wall. Totally fine. But keep asking yourself that. Keep asking yourself, if I could dream what I really want, what do I really want? The brains are really good at answering questions when we give them good questions. So keep asking and see what your brain comes up with. Now, you've got a bit of an idea of what you want for this year. How do you feel when you picture that? When you picture living your year of 2022 in a way that gets you that dream, how does it feel? Does it feel exciting? Does it feel inspiring? Maybe it feels scary. Maybe it feels nervous, but something different that you haven't done before. Think through, how does it feel? What comes up for you from a feeling side when you think about that? All right, so now what I want you to think is, what do you need to do to get there? Now, here's the thing. You probably won't know everything you need to do to get there, to create this dream, and that's okay. You don't need to. So if your brain panics and is like, I don't know what would do. Like if you say your dream is to lose a significant amount of weight in 2022 and your brain is like, but I don't know how to do it. That's okay. That's a normal brain reaction. You don't have to know everything, but what could be your first few steps? What would be if you had to pick the first three steps that might start moving you towards your dream? What would that be? Think through what would be the first three ones. Now, I want you to also think, how do I feel when I think about these steps? How do these steps make me feel? So let's say you're thinking about your dream and you feel excited about the dream. You feel excited about reaching a goal. And then let's use, say, you want to lose 50 pounds in 2022. I'm just making this up. And that excites you because you're like that. I would feel so much better physically if I had this 50 pounds lost. Great. And then when I ask you, what do you need to do? If your responses are like, I have to cut out all the food I love. I have to exercise five times a week. And I need to really make sure I don't ever make a mistake this year. Chances are your feeling about the actions is going to be different than your feeling about the goal. That's why I'm asking the question. So if you've got some actions and your feeling about them is like dread, resistance, dislike, (laughs) failure, like if you've planned actions that make you feel like a failure already, we need to plan different actions. We need to plan this in a different way. So ask yourself, how do you feel about the actions that you think you need to take to reach this goal or to get going towards this dream of yours? Now, if you've got a really negative response to these actions, let's ask yourself another question. Say, what actions could I take that would feel good right now? 
And I'm talking, I think this is an important thing to bring up here is I'm talking about actions for you guys because it's really like, okay, what are these steps? What steps do I need to take? But sometimes the first step is you need to work on how you're thinking about it. So I've been talking about this a fair bit in the last podcast episodes, but right now inside Stress Eating SOS, we've been doing a 30-day food journaling challenge. And I think this is a really good example because you may think, okay, I need to start writing down my food. And you may feel like horrible dread with that. So perhaps the first action, because the actual writing down your food doesn't create dread. It's your thoughts about what that means for you. Your first step in moving towards your dream is working on how you're thinking about writing down your food so it feels good. Deciding you're going to learn a way to write down your food that makes it easy and feel good to you and be effective. You can go back to episode, I believe it's 163 on the podcast, which is the food journaling episode that I just did for tips about how to actually do that. But you can see how the first step may not be what you think the first step is. The first step likely is going to be something to do with your mindset. Because if you foster the right mindset, then the actual actions become easier. I'll give you an example of this, of the power of the mindset and how it can totally change your experience of weight loss. And I'm telling you this not to say, oh, hey, look at me and what I did with my eating, but I want to give you a glimpse into what is possible when you're using these techniques in your weight loss. So last night I had my staff Christmas party where we went out for dinner and the restaurant we went to is one of those ones that brings warm bread to the table. I have spent, I can tell you, a lot of years of my life thinking there is no way I could have warm bread in front of me and not eat it. And guess what? When I always thought that, that's what happened. Even when I, back when I was doing Weight Watchers and trying to follow points and stuff, and then we'd go out to that restaurant and I'd be like, I don't even know how to count these points because I ate all this bread because it was in front of me and I had no choice and felt like all my plans were blown out the window. With choosing a mindset before the dinner, deciding, because the bread coming is a predictable thing. The other thing that was predictable is that people probably would order dessert. And I decided in advance that I didn't think I wanted dessert. I think that's really important. It's not that I said, oh, Siobhan, you cannot have dessert and you are not allowed to eat any of that bread. It was I decided in advance, I didn't want to eat the bread. I didn't want to eat dessert because I knew that they'd make me feel crummy. I knew that I'd not sleep as well that night. Those were my reasons. So by deciding that in advance and having the known that there would be bread and that there would be people eating dessert, I was then able to choose my mindset, how I wanted to go into that meal so that I could enjoy the meal, be around the plates of bread, not be tempted to eat it, not be bothered by it. I think that's really important, right? I didn't want to have this dinner where I just sat and stared at the bread and hung on for dear life with my willpower, hoping I didn't actually reach for it. It was I wanted to just be relaxed and not be bothered by it. And I chose a mindset. I went in with that intention and that's what happened. So this is really powerful because you can be in different situations. You can do different things in your weight loss and feel completely different about them based on what mindset you use. But you have to know how to harness it. So when we're talking about creating a dream and if the steps you want to take to reach that dream feel horrible, then the first step needs to be deciding your mindset, deciding how you want to think. 
And it can be something like deciding what identity thought do you want to use for this to reach this dream? So yesterday at that dinner, I decided I was somebody who wasn't bothered by what other people ate around me. I was somebody who could enjoy my food and really like it and not be bothered if other people ate other stuff. That's an identity thought. But then I embodied that person and it became true. So when we're thinking about dreams, if you can choose thoughts and identity thoughts that help you embody the person who can achieve that dream simply and easily, it's going to take you a long, long way. And the trick when you're doing something big is just reminding yourself of it throughout the year, practicing, because you'll forget about it and you'll be like, oh, I haven't practiced that thought or embodied that version of myself for a while. So you need to practice it. So Make sure the steps you're planning on taking to start towards your dreams are steps that feel good. We have enough stuff in our life. Don't do steps that feel crappy. (laughs) If they feel crappy and you really feel you need to do them, then change how you're thinking about them so they stop feeling crappy. Okay, honestly, don't do stuff that feels crappy just because you think you'll lose weight. It will not last. It's wasted energy. Pause, work on your thoughts so it feels good. So it doesn't feel so crappy and then proceed. All right. So we've got the first steps. We've got the dream. Now the question is, how can you remember it as you go through the year? How can you stay fired up? If you're picturing that dream and you feel really excited about it, that's great. Excitement is going to get you to do lots of different things, but it fades. It's really easy to forget or get in our mind and lose sight of that dream. So how can you remember the dream? How can you remind yourself of the dream as you go through this year? How can you bring that excitement back when it starts to fade? I think it is important to say you won't always feel excited. You won't always be taking actions towards your dream from a place of excitement. And that's normal. Like our brains don't stay excited or motivated all the time. So that's normal. But I think it is helpful to be able to bring it back when you notice that it's kind of faded away and you're like, it'd be so much nicer if I felt excited about this. How are you going to bring it back? You can do lots of things here. I love visualization, like every day spending time visualizing you at that spot, you having achieved that dream, you getting to that dream with ease or whatever emotions you want to feel as you get to that dream and really visualizing it. That is really powerful more time you spend visualizing, the more intensely and vividly you can visualize, the better. It starts to become this reality that's happened even before it's happened. And we know this works. That's why sports psychologists get elite athletes to visualize their races, visualize their competitions. It works. Another thing is doing things like vision boards. So, you know, creating something visual. You can do it on your phone. You can do it like in real life. You can do it with quotes that inspire you and remind you of your dream, but something to keep it focused in your mind. And then the other piece of this that I would say is a bit unique to more my approach to weight loss is how can you catch yourself when you start falling back into the like, this is hard, I need to restrict, I need to force more willpower. When you notice that happening, how can you bring awareness and shift back to the, no, we don't do it that way. This year, it is not about restriction, willpower, and all that stuff. And shift yourself back to the more positive steps. How can you catch yourself there? And I think that's going to take believing. Believing that that restriction, forcing more willpower, just hanging on, 
that is not effective. And if you don't believe me, I want you to catalog your different weight loss attempts and mark which ones you really felt restricted in, which ones you really had to use some willpower, and how long did they last for? And I think you'll see a lot of your different weight loss attempts, the ones that you had to really put energy in, they probably didn't last as long. So this year, we're doing it differently. This year, we're going for ease, for enjoyment, for kindness, for compassion. And we're going to lose weight that way because when we lose weight that way, you make your life better. Your body gets better, your health gets better, you feel more in control, but everything else gets better when you're doing it that way. Okay, final thing that I want you to think through for 2022 is I want you to choose a word. And this can help you kind of click back into what we're talking about. Get back into that focus of what you want it to feel like, to connect back with that dream. I want you to choose a word. I love doing this every year. I always have a theme word. I haven't totally picked my word out for this year because I'm recording this still in December, but I'm thinking my year for 2022 is going to be trust. I think the times where I struggled in 2021, I wasn't trusting myself. I wasn't trusting the process. I wasn't trusting that everything was going to unfold. And when I can be in a place of trust, things work. It all, it works out and I feel better. So I'm thinking that's going to be my word. Don't hold me to it. Other years I've used strength, abundance. Can't remember any of my other ones, but what could your theme word of the year be? And then when you have it, how can you use it? Again, how can you remind yourself of it so you don't forget it? How can you connect it more firmly to the dream that you have for 2022? All right, guys, I would love to hear what your dreams for 2022 are. Hit me up on email. Send me an email at info at weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca and let me know what your dreams are. Let me know how you found this process of creating a plan for 2022 from a positive place instead of the usual kind of resolution negativity stuff that we do. All right. Have a fantastic week, guys. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.